0: and walk with the archetypes. Happy Friday morning to you, my friends. I'm going to take you on the last of the Personal Shadow podcast for now. And uh, beautiful morning here again. Outside of Stockholm. Just what a privilege. And I'm excited to dive into what happens when you get triggered. So I've been speaking this week about why men get afraid of women and why women get afraid of men. I've been speaking about ways that we can deal with the obstacles and challenges that get in the way of our success in life. And all in all these are themes that relate to power and the way that we be with our vulnerability. And so that is at the center of the teachings that we have here in Reclaiming the Throne about bridging the warrior and the lover, which is knowing how to be with your vulnerability without collapsing into apathy and learning that you can actually be vulnerable and powerful at the same time. There are people who talk about vulnerability is power. I think that's bullshit. Vulnerability is vulnerability. But it's a prerequisite for authentic power. You can't be truly powerful in the way that we should be speaking about power at this point without having an open heart. Without allowing sensitivity, vulnerability, attunement to be part of your experience. This kind of power is what we've known for millennia. This kind of power that's without that lover attunement and we really do need a new power, a new way of being in the conversation around personal power because at this point we needed to be more of an integrated phenomenon we needed to be a, an expression of a wholesome set of values and a wholesome intention in the world. So as I as I walk around here I I've been thinking about what is it that I need to watch out for in myself in terms of my personal shadow. Because I'm, I'm sharing with you quite challenging controversial topics. How can I ensure that I don't just pump my own unprocessed wounds and shadow into the message? This is a very important inquiry for anyone who wants to be a person of influence. Because most people of influence are in a position of leadership that is in some part defined by their personal shadow. They have chosen some kind of side in a polarity, they have picked an ideology, they are preaching a message that is almost entirely based on their own wounds in life. So there's a guy hammering on his roof in the back here. I hope it doesn't disturb you too much. You know, but one of the things that I keep saying to people around me is uh, when are we going to move from teaching what we need to teaching what we have? I am tired of the healing modality. I'm tired of this idea that, oh, yeah, I'm teaching intimacy because I'm fucked up in intimacy. I'm teaching money because I was fucked up in money. I'm teaching sex because I was fucked up in sex. Like, what about I'm teaching intimacy because I fucking rock at it? What about I'm teaching about money because I'm a superstar with my money consciousness? What about I'm teaching sex because I have great sex and tons of it? and I know how to navigate boundaries, and I know how to do this well. Not this, this conversation of, oh, you know, I don't really have good sex, and so that's why I teach it, because that's the curriculum that I'm learning. This is the conversation that we've been in as a personal development culture for decades now. And I've been in this conversation a lot myself. And, you know, on, in many areas of my life, I still am. I shared yesterday about my journey with entrepreneurship and money and business. But I have no business teaching others to run a business before I know how to run a business. This kind of pyramid scheme of people struggling with actually making it, building a business, selling something that they don't know how to do to other people that don't know how to do it. And then all of a sudden now they have a business because, you know, they sold hot air and, and now these other people, they, they need to start selling hot air as well. What is this bullshit that we've been getting ourselves into? When are we going to actually sell some fucking content, some fucking meat? Some actual transformational lessons? And so this is why this is an important inquiry. Where is it that I'm putting my own shadow into my teachings? Where is it that I'm still in the healing paradigm? This boring paradigm of, oh, you know, I'm all uh, all a bundle of my own wounds and now I need to heal my wounds and then we'll see what happens. No, 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 no. You're a powerful, powerful soul that's incarnated on this planet to do big things. And yeah, of course you have wounds, you have traumas. But that's, that's a minor thing in the bigness of the narrative about why you're here. It's a minor thing. It's a curriculum, yeah, but it's not where you're going to end your journey. Fuck, this guy is hammering away, isn't he? Hammering away. I'm going to start walking further away, so probably be helped by that. Um, And so, for instance, I'm speaking quite a lot about the relationship between men and women. And I'm in conversation with women who speak about that. And whenever a woman is teaching that without demonstrating in her own life that she actually has healthy relations to to men, for instance, why am I going to listen? Why am I going to listen to somebody talk about intimate relationships with men from a female perspective if she's not actually successful in in having them? Why should I listen? And why should anyone listen to me about having a great intimate relationship with a woman if I don't have one? This is largely why I didn't speak out about it while I still was struggling with this. Because why should I be teaching what I have to learn? I mean, sure you can do, but I'm bored with that. Why don't I just focus on getting my shit together and then start teaching what I know? So, are you with me? Can I get like a hell yeah to that? That we can be bored by now by this I teach what I need to learn bullshit where we just sell hot air to each other and move towards thriving as a paradigm where we sell and teach what we actually know and that we get our shit handled before we move into the marketplace and then we start teaching the very things that we know how to do and we don't pretend that we're experts in everything and we just... Just because we're good at one thing, all of a sudden we should be peddling everything. No, we have an area of mastery. We have an area of expertise. Okay, that was a bit of a roundabout way to enter into the conversation around personal shadow. And what happens when you're triggered? Maybe you're already triggered. (laughs) Maybe you're already triggered. I hope so. That means that you can change and transform from this, this podcast episode. So what happens when you're triggered is that some part of you that you don't have full dominion over, some part of you that you haven't integrated into the conscious awareness, into your conscious awareness, that gets seen somehow. It gets activated by some external event, by some relational incident. That part of you flares up unconsciously because you don't have that as part of your integrated psyche. And as that happens, there is a kind of fire that opens up internally. There is an eruption that happens through a broken shard of your ego, shall we say. There is a fragmentation in your ego and it erupts through there. And if it goes really deep down, you will have an archetypal eruption way into the collective unconscious, where the shadows of the archetype start, um, you just erupting into your conscious awareness. At that point, it's actually possessing you. So, say for instance, that I'm a nice guy and that I'm totally repressing my anger. And so many men are this kind of guy these days and I'm starting to get wicked bored of this pattern. I have been in it myself and I see so many men being these nice men who are full of rage and violence. They're these smiling yes men that are just going home and festering in their stewing rage soup. And of course, because we're stewing in rage soup, and that's so incongruent with who we want to be socially, we actually have to numb as fuck. We sedate ourselves so heavily with addictions and various numbing mechanisms that we become like walking dead. Like, can I get a hell yeah? I'm tired of that. I'm fucking tired of that. Why should we be guys that are just wasting away in our denial and self-deceit? Because we are not comfortable with the idea that we are actually destructive. Everyone's destructive. Men and women both. And so you're triggered. Some, something around power or aggression or boundaries or taking up space is triggered. And you see someone who does that which you don't dare to do and because now you're activated and 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 seen somehow in the part of you that you're not comfortable with you make them so fucking wrong oh you're a bad man you're a bad person you you have no right to take up space you have no right to set boundaries you have no right to to be someone who feels self-respect and dignity. You have no right to be a person. You need to erase yourself so that I can be comfortable in my self-denial, my self-deceit. Now this is what happens. These bullshit narratives that are so bullshit and so nonsense that we can't even be honest with ourselves that we're running them because they're so embarrassing. But nevertheless, you will feel a fire internally. A trigger is typically a fire, but it can also shut you down. So consider that in this place of um, some part of you that is hidden normally being activated by something that happens in your life you will go into a response that is either cold or warm typically. So typically um, for me it's uh, it's a warm response so I go into an active expression but some people and this happens to me as well though not nearly as much, we get, we get like shut down somehow. We get taken out of the game. Yeah. So this is the dynamic of a trigger is that it's either uh, hot or cold. So this could be something interesting for you as as a side note to explore. Are your triggers typically hot or cold? So now you've been triggered An unseen part of you has come up and you're going into a hot or cold response. Now what is happening is that the structure, the integrity of your conscious awareness, which is to say your ego structure, it has been compromised. The ego isn't constructed with power being part of its structure. And so now this power content that is flowing into the ego doesn't have anywhere to go. And so it's like the cup overflows. And then, so you have that response, and now the question is how are you going to deal with it? How are you going to deal with it? Well, that's really outside of the scope of today, but you need support. Whether it's from us in reclaiming a throne, somebody who is close to you, a coach or a friend or a brother or whatever. But you need someone to just be an ally, like, hey, fuck, I'm stuck. Help me, help me see where, what's going on. This is where we must be humble. We must be humble because we have shadow like fuck, all of us. It's impossible to ever fully iron out the personal shadow. And when you find some guru who thinks that he has, then you know that it's only a matter of time before that whole community is going to explode into stories of trauma and sexual violation and all kinds of boundary transgressions. Because it's not possible to be that pure as a person. We are dualistic beings. We are. As long as we're trapped in this body and as dualistic beings, as limited, fallible, mortal beings, we will never be purely perfect. But the spirit that lives within us is. But that doesn't mean that we as individuals are perfect. So, so just know that you need that support. You need someone who helps spot you and, and, and help you get out of it. So that's, that's the most important thing and message that I have for you today. I'm kind of a, I think I have a kink when it comes to the shadow because I somehow I find it entertaining and enlivening to talk about the ways that we are fucked up as human beings. So I don't know if that's very healthy, but uh, no, that's something... <laughs> maybe my personal kink. I think here's the deal. When we identify these places and we start opening them up so much life force opens up and starts pouring in and that is just a celebratory event and so it is by going into the shadows that life truly opens up for us and that is why I love it. I don't think I've ever articulated that before but that's why I love it. So as I'm prancing around here over the moss and over the rock and over the fallen branches. Uh, Twisting and turning between beautiful pine trees. I wish you a beautiful weekend. I'm stepping on some deer shit. Thank you, deer, for contributing your gifts. And uh, just enjoying the (laughs) sun on my face. You know, life is good. There are many forces in the world now that are trying to enslave humanity. That are trying to make it so that we're afraid of living. Don't let them get to you. It's too precious, this life of ours. Your heart is too precious. Your power is too precious. You have gifts to give. And I bless every part of you that is here for a reason, that is here to offer yourself as a gift, as a medicine to a humanity where most people are asleep. But you're waking up if you're not already awake. And that is all that you need in order to live a life well lived. So fucking well done for being here, for taking it seriously, this life of ours, and for playing a bit along the way. May you have a wonderful weekend. Many blessings on your path. Find some time maybe to enjoy yourself and don't take everything too seriously, but that's always important. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming along another day as I walk with you and the archetypes. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this Masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.